Opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Each Saturday morning at 9 o'clock, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the low country talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life now your hosts of beyond the business eric cox and leslie haywood and great saturday morning low country welcome to another edition of beyond the business heard exclusively here on 94.3 wsc and simulcast on iHeartRadio, as well as you might be listening to us via podcast from our website at coastalwm.com my name is Eric Cox. I'm one of your hosts with the lovely and talented. And I'm Leslie Haywood. Thank that you so much. That wasn't going to be Byron Stahl, of course. That was Leslie Haywood. Leslie Haywood. Lovely and talented. Yes. Lovely and talented. Byron is still down under. He is. De- I know. That's so awesome. And thank you so much, Low Country, for sharing your Saturday morning with us. And to continue the fun beyond Saturday mornings, make sure and find us on our Facebook page, Beyond the Business. And also talk to us on Twitter at BTBCHS. Talk to Leslie, really, right? Yeah, Not me. Right. Nobody wants to talk to me. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to talk to you. So, Leslie, uh, here we are running out the almost the end of March. It's hard to believe. This year has <gasps> probably gone by faster than any year in the history of mankind. Oh, you're like full on into the basketballs. Yes, it's great. Right? This is the best time of the best year. Best time of the year, right? March, April, Charleston, basketball, boating. It doesn't get better than this, does it? That's awesome. It's wonderful. So, Low Country, welcome to another great Saturday. And welcome to another opportunity to listen to great stories of entrepreneurship and leadership. We say from around the low country today, it's from around the world. So we're excited to get into that opportunity because back with us for a second show. And thank you, uh, Dr. Troy Hall, for coming back. Uh, Again, Dr. Troy Hall is the Chief Strategy Officer for South Carolina Federal. So good morning to you. Hey, good morning to you. And may this be a happy day wherever you are and whatever's happening. That's right. And not only do we have you back, but you were able to bring a friend with you today. So we're excited to have Constantine Comeros with us, who is the Area Director for Credit Union Development at Victo National in the Philippines. So good morning to you as well. Good morning, all the way from the Philippines. Thanks for having me. And I got to tell you, that was a mouthful. So, man, I'm glad I got that. I know, I know. You don't have to say it again. (laughs) I'm done. That was it. You're done. From now on, it's just Constantine. Well, the bigger the the title, the more responsibility (laughs) you have, but the less the pay you get. (laughs) We are in trouble. That's true. Yeah, less pay. That's right. Well, we're excited to have both of you gentlemen here in the studio, but for just a minute, we're going to act like you're not here, if that's okay. Um, <laughs> Talk about you. That's right. Oh, that's so good, Leslie, because that's like my home life. So right. There you go. We, we want you to feel very comfortable yeah, thank you. this morning. Uh, Leslie, uh, go back yes. to last week's show, maybe a nugget or two that you took away. Well, of course, being people you know, stories you don't, uh, he, Dr. Troy Hall, talked about um, some things that were personal in his life and some pivotal moments, and of course, the cancer um, the cancer thing was really hit home because my mother was also diagnosed when I was 16 and she was given six months to live. And um, so I, too, had to learn how to potentially grow up without her. But his story was your story was amazing in that you basically had an apprenticeship going on in the house and how, you know, Dr. Troy Hall was taught how to write 
checks and how to get groceries and how to do all of those things in preparation for his mother not being around. And fortunately, um, spoiler alert, uh, my mother also survived her diagnosis as well as his. So, you know, just when you think that it is, you know, the darkest day, things happen and everything works out. So that was that really struck home for me. And, and I know you've got lessons. amazing it's, quotes. It's the life lessons that come from that, right? I and know. It's one yes. of the one of the um, I think joys of doing this show over the last five years is that yes, we get great stories about leadership and yes. entrepreneurship, but we've gotten better stories about life. Yeah. And those things just continue to inspire others. So thank you for sharing. Yes, that. thank you for sharing. Um, and I instantly and, and I felt the connection quote. with you ab- over that. And I do have a quote. I know, of you've course. got amazing I'm a, I'm the quote guy. So. You're, you're the, I don't you're do the, the quotes. Guy. I just write them down. It's really easy. So, <laughs> Dr. Well, Tori, you know I'm a soundbite waiting to happen. So hopefully you got He's something. Got I, I, I captured a good one. The one I really liked was that um, you mentioned you don't have to know everything. I think this was from your mom, actually, that you don't have to know everything. You just have to be teachable. Yes. So Love it's a little that. mantra that we have. So it allows people to open their mind and to allow new information to come in, much like the way Constantine and I work together in a global perspective, looking at the different cultures and to understand the diversities and similarities of those, how it impacts what you are. When you position yourself from that you are the only authority there is, you then are applying a power of, of a formal power in what you're trying to do. And that's not always the best way to get things done. Yeah, it's sure. true. And so uh, in case um, some of our listeners missed last week, um, today we're going to dive a little bit more into the, the role that you serve, or both of you serve actually, in the global, global Leadership Exchange, as well as talent retention. And doing mm-hmm. so, I think you mentioned before, through cultural diversification. And so we're going to dive into that. But before we do, give us a quick uh, you know, 20-second snippet sort of on your professional role at this stage in life and what you're actually doing so people will know a little more about you before we get started okay so i am the chief strategy officer for south carolina federal credit union here in the uh, low country area but also Mm -hmm. in three other major markets in south carolina and so we are about 1.8 billion we serve about 160,000 members across the area we do refer to them as members because those individuals belong and have an ownership because we are a not-for-profit financial cooperative. And part of our responsibility in the credit union movement is not only nationally but internationally and ensuring that that movement is available for individuals to have access to credit and savings. And so part of my partnership with Constantine was to actually do a program in Asia, in the Philippines, where we had um, uh, we could experience that from a leadership perspective. What was that culture like, and what what uh, and what impact and stories and experiences we could bring back to us? Great. Now, if people weren't listening last week, can you just bring us up to speed on how, really quickly, how you got to where you are here in Charleston and got this particular position? Well, I started out uh, early in career as a part-time teller, uh, advanced uh, with degrees and my opportunity in business, and uh, had a chance to uh, really learn a number of things through the financial services uh, platform uh, through leadership, uh, moved into uh, owning my own marketing and advertising firm, and then uh, one of them was a credit union, and then developed that relationship and that love. Because I'm such a relational guy, the credit union movement was perfect for me. It's all about people helping people. So it was really, really great tie-in to do that. And then the transition from Columbus, where we moved from, where I was at a credit union there, to here, is because I wanted to choose this place to retire 
Not that I'm done yet, but when I am, this is where we will call our forever home. And Dr. Troy, it sounds like the role that you currently serve is, is, although working for an organization is very entrepreneur in nature in itself, you've owned your own businesses, you've worked with companies. Talk a little bit about the dichotomy of those two worlds, being that this is a, a show about leadership and entrepreneurship. Well, sure. And I think it's important to consider that what's going on in the marketplace today, there are four primary characteristics. Now, individuals like to think that it's just the millennial group who is defining what's happening in the marketplace today, and that's not true. From a generational perspective, we are only categorized based on when we were born. There are certain life experiences that happen to that large population, which you can generalize over that population. But if you really look at segmentation, you look at the behaviors that are happening, and you say separate and distinct from generational, from culture, you say, what are the characteristics? And one of those characteristics is an entrepreneurial spirit. And individuals today are looking for autonomy. They are looking for their voice. They are looking for their opportunity to lead. And part of the Dr. Troy program that we worked at at the credit union was to create a practical leadership learning and training platform that gave individuals an opportunity to understand what was it like to be an entrepreneurial uh, minded and what is it like to, to do that. And then the second characteristic that I'll speak to is collaboration because individuals want to know that they are a contributor. They want their voice to matter. They want to know that when everyone sits around the table Everyone has an equal voice, and that, for me, is the first rule of collaboration. Everyone at the table needs each other. Now, it, it just it seems very interesting that your role um, comes out of the financial institutions. You're, you are expanding so much on leadership and relationships and the cultural diversity. How did that come about? How did this how did you become who you are? And, and you, you basically, you know, work for a credit union. So part of this is the uh, credit union has a subsidiary, which is wholly owned by the parent company, which is the credit union. And within that subsidiary, then we provide these educational leadership opportunities. I do so through speaking, uh, through consulting work and through workshops. And much of my consulting work today has moved to talent retention. And that's because today the number one pain point for organizations is not the battle on acquisition, it's the battle on retention. And so we think about what's happening and we mislabel the millennial market and we say, oh, they're just job hoppers. They want to move from one space to the other. No, what I would suspect is happening is these organizations have not created a cohesion culture, a culture in which individuals have a reason to stay. They don't have a reason to belong. They aren't fed. There's no development for them. They are expected to say, hey, here is the job you were hired for. You're going to get your paycheck whenever the timing is, and now you should do the job. Well, it's more than that. We as humans are called to belong. We're called, we have a need to have purpose. And all of this is available through the research that I've been able to do with my degree in global leadership and entrepreneurship. And so um, this new effort that you guys are sort of developing with the Global Leadership Exchange Program, recently 
just received your uh, resolution from the state house. Yes, uh, I think you. this is sort of where Constantine has come into this process as well. Talk a little bit about the development of that program and partners like Constantine, why it's so valuable. Maybe, Constantine, you could bring in uh, from your perspective as well why you see this as such an opportunity going forward. Yes, talk about the mentorship. Yeah, so if you have been listening to Dr. Troy's story and how he's able to, to mentor uh, somebody from his expertise, that's where I come in in the whole process. So you get a mentor to the likes of Dr. Troy Hall and then a mentee, a budding new professional in the, in the field of uh, cooperatives. So when I met him in the Philippines, we talked about a collaboration project. And yeah, from my perspective, it's like seeing myself the opposite actually of Dr. Troy. He's a seasoned expert, which I don't see I am not yet, and where I can see myself fit and benefit from this whole cultural leadership exchange. And that, for me, is beneficial to myself and to the organization where I come from. So give us a little bit of, of um, insight on your background a little bit. Growing up in the Philippines, and uh, I don't know how long you've been in the cooperative side of things, mm. but give us a little backdrop on that. So, uh, well, from a, from a poor to struggling middle-class standpoint, growing up in the Philippines, well, it's tough. Like, uh, I feel blessed. Uh, being given this opportunity by my parents, like they, I grew up really poor. So and then, feel blessed being able to be being sent to a private school by my parents. So they're both working, so they're able to send us to school. Uh, three siblings, private school in the Philippines, totally unimaginable at that time. So we are all professionals now, all the siblings. I'm the only boy with two sisters. So imagine in the Philippines, thirty years ago a family of five. Our only vehicle is a motorcycle. So two kids sitting in the front of a motorcycle, not a Harley Davidson, but a small motorcycle. So two kids sitting in front, my dad driving at the back is my mom. In between them is my younger sister. So that is how it's like growing up in the Philippines. So it's tough. Then we find, we found our way through, through education. And now me being so inspired by what my dad does, he's actually working in the cooperatives also. So I see myself being inspired everything in what he does, and that led me working in a credit union as well. And luckily, I met Dr. Troy last year in a cooperative program. So, yeah, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Now, for the layperson, get, tell us exactly what is the Global, Global Leadership Exchange Program? So this program is a mentor-mentee uh, program that brings to light cultural diversities and similarities so that we can have uh, the inclusion aspect, that we can think about um, how different um, leaders need to think. You know, today we no longer have a homogenous sort of group in any workforce. Uh, five generations are in the workforce today. We have virtual teams. We have multi-cross-functional teams we have multi-generational as well as those, the cultural aspects. So this Global Leadership Exchange Program said, let's do mentor-menteeing in the realm of leadership, specifically so that we can develop each other's minds, because that's where talent retention comes in. A mentoring program is an important aspect of what is the Dr. Troy talent retention model. And it is one of the areas that organizations can miss out on, because it 
doesn't if they don't do it they're not going to give their employees a reason to stay they're not going to develop their employees and i'm sure you've heard the expression that has said well why should we develop employees if they're going to leave and the question then becomes well what if they stay so this is the whole development opportunity and this is what we're doing and so we're meeting with uh, some charleston leaders to actually talk with them about their pain points around talent retention and how the global aspect of this can help them to increase their uh, their cultural understanding and to create their own internal culture that i call a cohesion culture where people belong where people can have value in what they do and can commit to themselves and to the organization. Right, and and also to the context of being teachable. Uh, the reason of me being here is to learn from him, the expertise that he has to offer. But at the same time, he's learning from me as well, from just the simple talks that we have, the conversation. So it's me shadowing him, or, or both of us shadowing each other. In that aspect. Yeah, it's a collaboration. We need each other. In a mentoring relationship, you need each other. And if organizations thought more in their mind that they needed every single employee that they spent all that money hiring, then there would be less turmoil going on scurrying around trying to find someone because the back door is just as open as the front door. Intriguing. Yes. And who can benefit from this and how do people get involved? So this program is available so that we can provide it to organizations that are interested in doing cultural um, leadership exchange between okay. companies and we find uh, between countries. And what we find is that a mentor-mentee relationship is one-on-one. So the global leadership exchange is one-on-one. Yep. Yep. And that's why – and so we're piloting this so that we can make it accessible to then other individuals and organizations that want to do this. It's just one piece of a very complex amount of effort and activity you do. And remember, the things that are sometimes the hardest to do are the right things to do. The easy stuff does not always produce the best fruit. Um, I think one thing worth noting as well in the program is that the mentor is able to bring the mentee where he's at, like his place. So like the mentee being like the teachable uh, student mm-hmm. should be able to visit his place and learn from how he, he goes about doing the, like his, his expertise. And if there's anybody listening this morning that um, Dr. Troy would like more information on this program, like to get involved, uh, give us an idea. Where can they reach out to you? Where can they get more opportunity? Well, the good thing is you can find me on all social media platforms at Dr. Troy Hall. That's Dr. Troy Hall. And the website specifically is drtroyhall.com. <laughs> it's drtroyhall.com. You did say your degree was in marketing as well yes, when you came to college. It Correct. is. I kept so. it easy. That's right. You've got to be able to, if you want things, you've got to be able to find it. So we've talked a lot today about uh, sort of this whole idea of global leadership and cultural differences uh, Constantine, you just referenced the fact that the mentee gets to come to wherever the mentor is and experience the physical location yep. and the culture itself. I would love to hear from both of your perspectives of, uh, you know, Dr. Troy, you, you obviously have had a lot of experience in this realm. What do you see as maybe, uh, particularly from here in the low country, what, what do most companies miss when it comes to this uh, ideal and thought? And from your side, Constantine, in the Philippines, what do you see that potentially is being missed as well that you all could help connect the dots on? You want to go first? Yep. 
For me, it's being linked and connected to a seasoned expert, not just where I come from, but thinking about it on a global scale. That for me is a very big winner in the in this program. And is the businesses and economy in Philippines? Does it still feel like it's restricted to the Philippines alone, or does it feel as a global scale as it does here in the United I States? Think, I think it's more of a global scale. So, yeah, it is, and and so I refer to it as it's not your grandpa's global anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just different in the way we think. Uh, the ripple effect of what happens across the pond really does affect what's happening in your own backyard, and you need to pay attention to it. It's why we focus on this global credit union movement, because what happens nationally impacts globally. What happens globally impacts us here locally. And it's important to understand that from a mindset. Now, one of the questions that you asked earlier was about what organizations were missing out on here in the low country specifically. And what I would suspect is this. Um, I cannot um, give you a firm answer because I am a man of research, and so I don't know their data. But generalizing the data from what I have seen is that organizations fail to treat their employees truly like they are the most important thing that they have going. They want the employee to treat the consumer like they are the most important thing, but they have failed to put things in place. And South Carolina Federal Credit Union was not only named by South Carolina uh, as a best place to work. We are the number one credit union in the nation from the Credit Union Journal. And we were recently named by Glassdoor, an internationally known organization, as number 11 best place to work. Now, what about that that makes a difference, and this is where organizations are missing. Just take a look at the number of credit unions uh, or the look at the number of companies even in all of Charleston and how many of them are a best place to work. What we put in place is a cohesion culture within our organization that allows for our employees to know they are important and what they do matters first and then how that translates to the consumer the old adage that the customer is always right is good the adage that the customer is who we serve is right because in our case it's member who the member we serve and we do for the member but if our ceo scott woods and if leslie norris who is the champion for people and culture in our organization. If we did not partner in a senior management group to ensure that that was clearly the message and the priority in our organization, we would not be where we are. Because those accolades that we received is not because senior management said we were the best place to work. It's because our employees said so. That's what makes those recognitions powerful. That's what makes them work. And I would say that the evidence of companies who lack themselves being on those particular groups say they need me. They need to know how to create a cohesion culture, and our credit union is a laboratory for that. We'll invite people to come and see it each and every day. They will see the entire talent retention model in place. They will see the culture in place. They will understand how we develop leadership and why leadership development is so important. That's what companies are missing out on. And it's, and, and the statistics will tell you this. 63% of all individuals who first come into an organization are already looking for their first, their next promotion, their next position. And certainly, as you mentioned, um, you know, you all come from the world of cooperatives, 
Um, but this isn't restricted to that industry. This is every industry, every business around the globe. Correct. Because this is a product offering through our subsidiary, we are open and available to present this to our business partners that we have at the credit union and to other companies. Just like I have had the opportunity to, to do some consulting work with organizations from around the globe. Wow. Do we have time? We're running out of time, we? are we? Believe it or not, it's uh, almost over here, but we do actually have a couple of minutes left. A couple so. of minutes left? I like to do what we call a lightning round, because again, it's a getting to know a, a little bit more about you and people you know and stories and that you don't. And we get two folks to do it with today. Know, this is good. Okay, this is exciting. You're ready, Constantine. This is sort of exactly. like, I'm going to take all the pressure, Alex, for 500. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Whatever that means. Whatever. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask you both the same thing, okay? So okay. You, you have a minute to... to He'll, well, he'll go first. Okay. What is the most important social media tool in marketing you feel? LinkedIn, especially for businesses. If that's what you are bu- building as your business, then it's LinkedIn. You can always have the relational through Facebook. Uh, Twitter is primarily more for, I think, uh, journalistic kind of ideas and information. Instagram is perfect for the younger uh, generation because it captures the information really quick. Constantine? Constantine? Believe it or not, I'm not on Facebook anymore, oh, okay. but it was Dr. Choi who pushed me to be in LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn to be okay. connected to the world. Right. Best book you ever read? Best book I ever read, The Bible. The Bible. How about you? On a business side, yep. Reimagine by Tom Peters. Good book, yeah. yeah. The thing you are most proud of? Uh, the relationship I have with my wife. Oh. Me too, honey, by the way. Let me get that in there. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Lee. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Same for Troy. me, relationship with my family. <laughs> oh, and number one thing on your bucket list left to do. Oh, my gosh. One more thing There's left to do. Yes. Uh, 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 like, I want to live to be 120. Oh, okay. So that's one of my bucket list. I'm not there. See more places and see more people. Awesome. Well, speaking of more, thank you all for delivering a lot of information yes. and great wisdom. This both was last amazing. Week and this week. Again, uh, Constantine, uh, thank you also for yes. being for here me. from the Philippines. Great information and sharing with us. He that's... wins at travels the farthest to be on our show. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good idea. 20 right? hours. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Constantine Comeros, again, is the area director for credit union development at Victo National over in the Philippines who's been a guest with us alongside here with Dr. Troy Hall, who, again, is the Chief Strategy Officer for South Carolina Federal. Uh, Again, you've been listening to another great story today, Leslie, here on Beyond the Business. And make sure and follow us on Facebook at BTBCHS and on Twitter, BTBCHS. And until next Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Low Country, have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Tune in next Saturday morning at 9 o'clock for Beyond the Business, hosted by Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood, and heard exclusively on News Radio 94.3 WSC.